are listening to a life impacting camp preached by Bishop Richard Ai. Bishop Richard Ai is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful camp. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for today. Thank you, Lord, that your mercies are new every morning. We pray, Lord, that you give us this day our daily bread, Lord. Help us. Give us understanding. Let your spirit rule and reign among us. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your blessing. In Christ Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. 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 Okay, take your seats. Amazing. Amazing grace. Okay. Go deeper in the anointing and do more. Okay. Are you blessed to be around? Are you happy to be around? Are you feeling fresh and strong? (laughs) Romans chapter 15 Romans 15 Are you there? Verse 29 What does it say? It says that and I'm sure that When I come unto you I shall come in the fullness of the blessings Of the gospel of Christ Now I beseech you brethren For the Lord Jesus Christ's sake And for the love of the spirit That you strive together With me in your prayers to God for me That I may be delivered From them that do Not believe in Judea And that my service Which I have for Jerusalem May be accepted of the saints Okay So here he's saying that I beseech you brethren For the love of Jesus Christ's sake And for the love of the spirit Your love for the Holy Spirit You know, you remember remember last night We were talking about how love takes you into realms And dimensions Isn't it? Yes, the closer you get to someone The more you discover dimensions About the person that you didn't know You didn't know or maybe you're not even allowed to know Or you're not supposed to know You only know it because you're getting closer And closer, you're getting closer By the key of love 
and by liking. So your love of the spirit also leads you into dimensions of the Holy Spirit. Dimensions of the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we start talking about the anointing and becoming anointed. You can't, you can't really, you can't really um, serve God or do the work of God if you are not anointed. If there's anything that, if there's, if you really want, I mean, if you want to be serious with God, you want to serve God seriously, then if you want to serve God seriously, you have to be serious about anointing. Because you can't do anything without it. You can't be, you can't. It's not possible. When you see, anytime you see, um, anything of the, of, in the church, you see anything of the church, the church work, working, you see anybody doing well, you must always know that that person has what is called the anointing. Because a lot of things can be explained away. Yes, you can explain a lot of things. I will say, oh, because of this, because it's this, because he has this, because he has money, because he's educated, because of the location of the church. Because everything, everything you can find, anybody can find any good, any good silly reason. You understand? To explain things away. But um, the only reason why you see the work of the ministry advancing and working is the anointing. Is the anointing. That's what that's why even um, somebody like um Nicodemus says says that no man can do these works except God be with him. No man, he just he just looked at he just looked at Jesus, analyzed Jesus, analyzed what he's doing, analyze the works, analyze what is going on. And he just came to the conclusion that these things can only be done if God is with the person. And if God is with you, then it means that the anointing is with you. Yes, and if God is with you, if God is with you, because you need, you need God to be with you for anything to work. So if you are here, if you are here and you are listening and you are interested, interested in going deeper, in the things of God and doing more in the things of God, that you must be interested, you must be interested in the subject of the Holy Spirit. You must love the Holy Spirit. You must love what the Holy Spirit does. And as you love the Holy Spirit, you are loving, you are loving the anointing and you are being exposed to different dimensions of the anointing. Okay. So now, in First um, Corinthians chapter twelve, First Corinthians chapter twelve, you would see. I hope it, it will be a chapter that you also love in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter twelve is a very is a very wonderful, beautiful chapter. Now it says that now concerning spiritual gifts, I would not have you ignorant. Now you see, if you are not interested in the Holy Spirit, uh, not, you will not be interested in what the Holy Spirit offers. And what the Holy Spirit has to give. Because you are not interested in the Holy Spirit. Or you don't love the Holy Spirit. Or you don't love the things of the Holy Spirit. So you not, you not even want to know and understand that what, what does he have to offer? What does he give? Or in other words, or, or even when you see, when you see someone with the Holy Spirit, you will not even recognize that what this person has is the Holy Spirit. Because if you are interested, you will notice it and you will see it. Because you see the things that come with it. Maybe if you are interested in clothes and shoes, 
Jesus. So you see, that what I'm saying to you is that people have majored on other things. They understand other things. They know other things. They know designer things. But when it gets when it gets to the things of the spirit. When it gets to the things of the spirit, you don't know. But you see, the things of the spirit is what makes you, is what makes you effective in the work of the ministry. It's what, it's what adds taste to who you are. Otherwise, you are bland. You become like food without salt. Without the spirit, without the spirit, your taste and your flavor in the work of the ministry is very bland. You are tasteless. You are tasteless. You can't be enjoyed. What, what you enjoy, what you enjoy when you see a minister, when you see a minister, is you enjoying the gifts of the spirit. That's what you enjoy. Do you, do you, do you like it? When, do you enjoy your pastor when he's preaching? Uh-huh. So, so what you are enjoying, what you are enjoying, um, what you are enjoying is not, is not, um, it's not his accent. It's not his accent. Yes. You are enjoying, you are enjoying, you are enjoying, you are enjoying gifts of the spirit. You are enjoying, you are enjoying the power of God on his life. You are enjoying the anointing of God on his life. You are enjoying, you are enjoying the presence of God with him. And you, you are enjoying, you are enjoying speeches. That are mingled with the Holy Spirit and with the gift of the Spirit. So that's what makes it powerful preaching and not just ordinary speeches. It, the presence will convert it to something. That's, that's why you enjoy it. You like it. That's why you like it. That's why you keep coming to church because you like it. You like it when he's speaking. You like it when he's teaching. You like it because, so I'm saying to you that what you are enjoying is a spiritual thing. It's not a physical thing. It's not a physical thing. Otherwise, you said, oh, I like his accent. I like his grammar. I like his vocabulary. I like his this. I like his that. But that is not what you are enjoying is a spiritual thing. So when you are not enjoyed, when you are preaching, or when you are teaching, or when, or when you are counseling, when you are not enjoyed, what is the, the explanation is that there's the absence of the spirit. Uh-huh. There's the absence. So, so the taste is, the taste is tasteless. It's like food without salt. Food without salt. And the absence of salt in food Makes the food tasteless. You can't taste because it's chicken, but the chicken needs a little bit more salt. Sometimes, sometimes the salt is not enough, so it doesn't bring out the taste. That's why there's always salt and pepper on the table, because these two key ingredients brings out taste and brings out flavor. Yes. It brings, it brings it out. It enhances flavors and tastes. So that it, it even affects even the smell. The smell. So when you don't have the spirit, you don't have the spirit working on you as a shepherd, 
as a Christian, as a Christian, you become a tasteless person. People don't enjoy you. They don't enjoy your preaching. They don't enjoy your counseling. They don't enjoy your, your, your things that you have to offer, your teachings. It's not enjoyed because the spirit is not there. It is the spirit. It's the spirit that adds taste. So, so, so you have to develop a strong desire and craving for the spirit. For the spirit that you want the spirit. You want more of the spirit. You need more of the spirit. So you see here, that Paul starts his, uh, this chapter by saying that now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. In other words, I don't want you to be ignorant on this subject. You must know about it. You must be well informed about it. You must be knowledgeable concerning spiritual gifts. You shouldn't be ignorant. You shouldn't be ignorant. Like how you know about airports. And you know about shoes. And you know about jeans. And you know about cars. You know about cars. I mean, you are you are into cars. You are into different hair. You know when you see when you see the hair, you can tell whether it's Brazilian hair. <laughs> so you see that you would know hair. When the person comes, you can see the price of the hair. You can tell where the person got the hair from. You can tell what hair. But I have been with this person for days. And I didn't know. And she was so happy that she has succeeded. That someone, someone like me, someone like me thinks that that is her hair. Oh, she has deceived the whole world. Yes. So you see that some, some people understand hair, understand shoes, understand clothes, understand cars. Yes, they understand cars. They are into cars. They know what it is. But when it gets to spiritual gifts or spiritual things, they are ignorant. And then you see that the whole ministry, they are whatever they have, is tasteless. Tasteless. You know, I keep saying because I, I really want you to be tasty. I want people to enjoy you. They must, they must enjoy your preaching. They must enjoy your ministry. They must enjoy what you are doing. And that's what I'm saying to you. The things you enjoy, what you enjoy, what you like. And next time you hear someone preach or someone minister or you experience someone's ministry and you enjoy it, I want you to know that what you are enjoying is the spiritual touch. Yes. 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 It is, it is the salt that has been put into that ministry, which is the spiritual aspect. That is what you are enjoying. That's what you like. That's what, that's what they call them and say, nobody can do these things. No, but there's no way anybody can do what you're doing unless God is with you. Unless God, there's no way you can do what you're doing. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It's like, forget it. Forget it. You see, if there are people, when you encounter them, 
depending on depending on the personality you would know they will make you know and they will make you feel that they are anointed oh yes yes they will make, make, make you know no they will make you know you, you, will know, you will know just now you know the way they talk their terminologies the way they talk the way they walk you know what they say no it's like yeah. it's like the spirits you know yes the way they talk somebody else someone else may not come with that much drama but the, you'll be you'll be amazed that the anointing level is the same Yes. Yes. You'll be amazed. How, 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 how would you know that the anointing level is there? You'll know by the effect. The effect it has. The effect it has that the thing is the same. You see that the fruits are the same. Or, or sometimes even more. Or even less. But the person has, but the, the personality or the whatever make, can make the person appear as though they are not anointed. So now, now that's why you have to be taught. So that you can see that this thing is a gift. This one is a power. This one is enabling the person to do more. You have to be able to have eyes to see that, oh, this is anointing. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. So that, that's what, that's what Paul is trying to take us into. And he says that I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want because the, this this um, this anointed one may not come may not come in snake skin shoes. Yes, I saw some or some, crocodile skin. Yes. Hmm. You shall be tasty. You shall be spiritually tasty. People will enjoy you. They will enjoy your ministry. They will enjoy your teaching. They will enjoy your preaching. Yes. 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 I would not have you ignorant. Okay, we can move on to verse 2, isn't it? Okay, verse 2. Ye know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Three. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. So now, now this is this this a, this is a very this is a very wonderful passage, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing that when you see someone saying Jesus is Lord when you see someone being converted someone who, who believes that Jesus is Lord it is actually evident that the Holy Spirit is working in that person's life yes. maybe, when you see, maybe when you see people giving their lives to Christ you don't see it as anointing and as power you think, oh, I mean, once, once you tell them to say, oh, say this, they will say. But here, the scripture is saying that nobody can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. 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 So you, you want to, you want to know, 
whether the Holy Ghost is with you, whether you have the power, go, go witnessing. Yes. And tell somebody that say this prayer after me. Say Jesus is Lord and see if the person will say it. Yes. Because if nobody can say it, but, but you, you, know, you need the assistance of the Holy Ghost to be able to say Jesus is Lord. It is. To be able to say Jesus is Lord. To be able to say Jesus. So you see, you see that, you see that just by, just by, these three verses that we've read, you see, have the lingering presences of the Holy Spirit that you could easily be unaware, that you could easily not know or see that the whole is the Holy Spirit that is at work. Just as you can taste food, and the food it tastes so nice, and you don't know that it's the salt, because you you you'll be asking, where did you buy your chicken? Where did he buy your chicken? It's not a chicken. Because you buy the same chicken, but you've, you've, you've overlooked the little thing that is making a big difference. Yes. So you'll be asking, where did you buy your chicken? Where did you buy your chicken? Where did, so you buy the same chicken and your chicken tastes different. Because the thing that brings taste is what you have left out. Which is the salt. And then you need the salt enough. Enough. Because if it's less, the taste won't come. If it's more, the taste is also spoiled. You need enough to get that taste. Do you have the Holy Spirit at work in you? Verse 4 says that. Now there are diversities of gifts. Are you interested in the verses? Yes. Because you, you need, you need to love and to enjoy the Holy Spirit to see the breadth, length, depth, and height. Yes. To see the different aspects of what the Holy Spirit can bring. Otherwise, you see something, the Holy Spirit, you say, no, it's not, this one is not the Holy Spirit, but it is the Holy, it is. And you don't have it because you haven't gone that deep into the things of the Spirit. So you don't know, you don't, even when it's at work, you don't even know that it's the Holy Spirit that's at work. You think it's something else. Mm. Now there are diversities of gifts. But the same spirit. But the same spirit. Yes, there are diversities. Different types of gifts. Different types of gifts. But the same spirit. It's the same spirit that is at work. It's the same spirit that is at work. Yes, there, are, there are different types of foods. Chicken, beef, Lamb, pork, salmon, fish, whatever, and all are tasty, but it is the same salt. Yes. It's the same salt. Yes. It's the same salt that has been put into it. To give to give the taste is the same salt. Yes, it's the same salt. Even though you are eating pork, you are eating lamb. And everybody say, mm. What is causing the taste? It's the same salt. It's the same salt. Yes. Yes. It's the same salt. It's salt that is at work. Salt is at work. Salt is at work. Yes. That's what Jesus described as a salt. That if salt has lost its taste. Yes. 
So you see, it's different gifts. Different gifts. Diversity means different types. Different types of gifts. But it's the same spirit. So you don't, you don't, so you don't go around criticizing someone's gift or the way someone has their ministry or their church. You don't, you don't, you don't go around criticizing. Be very careful before you criticize. Because the sin that is not forgiven is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. That is the sin that is not forgiven. Your fornications have been forgiven. You know that. Yes. Because you feel forgiven, isn't it? Yes. Don't let me ask you too many questions. Yes. 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 Your lies are forgiven. That has been forgiven. But there is one that is against the Holy Ghost. Against. Against the Holy Ghost. God doesn't like. God says, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. This one, no. This one, no. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. So, what I'm sharing with you in this, in this short session that we have this morning, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very, very, very important thing. That when it gets to the Holy Spirit and, and your Christian life, in your Christian work, in your ministry, be very, very careful. Be very, very careful because you can do all sorts of things, but the one against the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm trying to explain it to you that you, because you will see it and you will not recognize it. You will see it and not re- before you realize you are, you are talking nonsense. Yes. You will see, but you will not recognize what you are looking at. So it's better not to say anything. Anytime you sit somewhere, somebody starts talking about someone's church, someone's ministry, just go quiet, just start drinking your tea. Just start behaving as though you can't hear, you can't hear, and you can't speak anymore. Yes. Go deaf. Go deaf and dumb. When someone starts criticizing somebody, go, go, what will you do? You go what? Deaf and dumb. D and D. Yes. Yes. D and D. Go deaf and dumb. Because you may be speaking about something that you don't know that you are speaking about the Holy Ghost. You are speaking about the Holy Ghost. Anyway, take me back to First Corinthians 12. Yes. He says that. He says that. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Verse 5. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. 6. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Seven. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Now, it's, 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 it's telling us that one of the things you, 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 you would encounter is that the Spirit can be seen working in someone. That is manifestation. The Greek word used there is the word phanerosis. That is the making visible. The making visible that you can see. You can see. But I see you, you, your eyes also need to be trained to see it. That you can see. Like what you see. What you see. What you are looking at is the spirit. So there is a manifestation of the spirit. There is the making visible of the spirit. There is the phanerosis. 
Phanerosis. Spelled P-H. P-H-A. N-E-R-O-S-I-S. Phanerosis. Yes, phanerosis. Yes, phanerosis. Phanerosis means making visible. The making visible. The making visible. That you can see. You can see that something is happening. What is happening is that the spirit has come and made himself visible. Otherwise, you can't see the spirit. One of the classic, one of the classic descriptions of the man with the spirit or someone who's experiencing the spirit is like, it's, 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 it's described as the wind. You can't tell where it's coming from and where it's going. So it means that the spirit is predominantly and characteristically invisible. It's not something that you see. It's not, it's not that every morning you see this. You can't, you can't tell where it's coming from. You can't tell where it's going. But maybe you feel it. You feel, so you see, you see the effects. You can't tell it when it's coming, but you see the effects of this. So that this person has been affected by the spirit. When you are affected by the spirit, we will see that you have been affected by the spirit. So then we can't see that you've been affected. Because even though you go to church, nothing, nothing about you is changing. Because you've not, you've not been affected. Or you have not been affected enough by the Spirit. Enough for you to see certain differences and certain changes in you. You still watch movies more than you pray. Yes. No, your, your, your struggles... You understand your struggles are a reflection of the amount of spirit you have in you. Your battles, your battles should tell you your rank. Yes. Your battles should tell you your rank. Yes. That you are still struggling with masturbation, pornography, fornication. I mean, when you see the girl, when you see when you see her bum bum, the first thing that occurs to you is like, hey. I mean, it tells you your level. It shows you your level. That that's what you notice. That's what you notice. That's your, that's your that's your difficulty. That's your difficulty. Yes, that's your difficulty. Tells you your ranks. Your battles define who you are. Yes. It defines who you are. It, defi- it even defines your position. It defines your position. I mean, when, when, when a, 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 a male lion without a pride enters into a pride, he doesn't look, he doesn't look for the teenage lions and the small, small boys. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't even concern himself about them. He goes straight for the head of the, the head of the pride. The Adam, he goes straight for them. So it tells you the type of attack and battle that he has tells you his level. So the ones who don't have that level, they'll, they'll all be lying there asleep. They'll just be looking. It's like, as this one comes and you see them coming with their, with their hair around them. You see them coming like that. They go straight for the male. They don't mind. They don't mind the women, the other small boys. No, 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 no. no. I thought they don't exist. They go straight for the main guy. 
string which tells you the rank of the main guy this the rank for the main guy so your battles defines your rank yes you should know that yes your battles so that's as if your, your, your battle is still uh, I mean yeah yes yes I don't even have the energy to even say it again. It's, it's tiring. Yes. If those are your battles, then you are me. You're a small boy. Yes. But your rank is changing today. Yes. Your rank is changing today. Yes. Yes. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. <laughs> yes. It says that by the manifestation, the phanerosis, the making visible of the spirit is given to every man to profit. So he said, the more you love the spirit, the more, the more you'll be interested in the manifestations. That so if the spirit is going to appear, how will he appear? How does he appear? Do I, do I have him in my life and I didn't know that he was there? How does he appear? When he, when he appears, what does he look like? What does he look like? What is it like? What is it like when the spirit appears? When the spirit makes himself visible? Or when we see the effects, the effects of the, what are the effects of the spirit like? What is it like? What is it like? So said, all of you young men sitting here, when the spirit comes on you, you will see that you are different. Yes, you see that you are different. You will see you see significant key changes in your life that wasn't there before. When the spirit comes, when the spirit comes on you, and the spirit the spirit is on you, you will see the manifestation, the phanerosis. You know that oh, this one, this one, nobody can do what he's doing except God is with him. Nobody can do it except God is with him. Except God is with him. Nobody can do it. Nobody can do it. Yes. That's what they are, they are, I would say that there are ladies who have married serious brothers, but they are disappointed. They are secretly disappointed. Because he doesn't pray. Oh. He doesn't pray. So, so it, there, there is not enough of the salt. Enough, yes, or no salt. Yes. What you see in public when you come to church and in public places is all air. Yes. But when the salt has entered, I mean food that has been marinated overnight or some few hours before it is served, it is cooked and served. It's different from fast food. Now you just throw some salt and some things on there, you cook it and say, okay, eat. It's different. It's different. It's different. When you bite into it, you don't know. So that you bite, you say, I will give you fish. You bite into the fish. You wonder that, uh, did she just come from the sea with the fish or what? Because you can, you can taste sea water. Yes. Uh-huh. Sit down, let's see the manifestation. I want the spirit enter into you. He enter into you. The manifestation of the spirit. So you see, I want you to go deeper 
into the anointing and deeper into the Holy Spirit. Deeper, deeper in that aspect as well. You want, you want to go deeper in that regard. When you come, you come. You see, even, even the church, the church will be colorful and tasty. When the church is full of people with the Spirit, the, the church, the taste of the church is different. Yes. Yes. Okay, verse 8. For to one, now he's giving, he's showing us the manifestations, the, visi- the visibility of it. To one is given by the Spirit, by the Spirit, so that you don't criticize, by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. So there's something called word of wisdom that comes, a word that comes to you, but it comes to you from the Spirit. Wisdom, what is wisdom? Wisdom is how to do something. How many of you have been there? You don't know what to do to solve a problem. You don't know what to do. What you lack is a word of wisdom. Uh, you lack that gift. Because it is that gift in prayer. Okay, so you go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, present this situation. What should I do? What should I do? How should I go about it? How? The how of doing things, knowing how to do something, is having the wisdom to do it. So as you are there praying, oh God, oh God, oh God, what must I do? Oh God, what should I do? Oh God, help me, oh God. Then suddenly, a word of wisdom comes and everything is settled. That do this is called a word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. So a shepherd, a pastor, especially in, even in counseling, if you're a shepherd with people in counseling, you need, you need, you need a word of wisdom when you are dealing with people. When you are dealing with people, you need a word of wisdom. Yes. Next time you go for a meeting and, and, and there's, if you like something like maybe question and answer time, and somebody stands up to ask a question, and you are amazed at the answer that the person, that the leader, the person who is uh, chairing the meeting or answering the questions is given. Perhaps what you are looking at is someone operating in a word of wisdom that how to how to solve this problem how to solve this problem how to answer this question how to deal with this situation it's a word of you need a word of wisdom so in your daily life the daily life the ministry whatever you need this gift to be activated to have wisdom keys and wisdom responses, the wisdom, the wisdom to deal with it. And it comes from the spirit. When you know how to do something, wisdom has come. Wisdom has come. When you don't know how to solve the problem, it means that you are lacking the wisdom for it. Okay, the wisdom for it. And it is by the spirit, the word of wisdom. It's a word. Sometimes it's just a word. Just a word, just one word like this. One word, one word, one word like that. One word. All your, all your problems and difficulties. You're in a relationship. You are struggling. Maybe you need a word of wisdom. The word can come to you that, that break up. Yes. 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 As you, as you persist in it, 
You want to hold on to it. You want to stay in it. You want to, you want to be there and fight. It's, it's an unnecessary fight. Yes. Or, or there's something we call pyrrhic victories. That is a victory that is too costly, unnecessarily costly. You pay by the time, by the time you have won, it has cost too much, too much lives and too much things for this. For this. Yes. Yes. Will you pay, will you pay a million polar for a loaf of bread? Yes. Yes. So, so sometimes the price you pay for some things is too high. It's too high. So you, you say you will get the victory, but the price is too high. But the word of wisdom would have come. But what you do with the word of wisdom is like what is up to you. It's like what do we do with this word of wisdom? The word of wisdom. How do I solve this problem? I seem to struggle. It's like, it's like something that you shouldn't be struggling with. You are struggling. Why are you struggling? I mean, why, why should I be struggling? God, God has not sent you to struggle. Yes. Break and go. Break and go. Yes. Yes. But you don't want to break and go. A word of wisdom. Yes. What must I do for my ministry to grow? What must I do for my church to grow? And you are praying. I'm saying to you that as you are praying about this thing, from today, be looking out for a word of wisdom. What must I do for my church? How can the church grow? How can the church work? What should I do? As you are praying, as you are desiring, as you are seeking for God, be looking for the manifestation of the spirit the manifestation of the spirit which is a word of wisdom yes. you will, then you will know what to do then you will you see immediately you know what to do immediately you know what to do yes a word of wisdom a word of wisdom as you've been there praying hoping where should I go to the left or to the right what will happen how should I do this? How am I going to do this? How is this going to happen? As you are there, waiting, desiring God, what should I do? Yes. Yes. A word of wisdom. Yes. A word. Feeding of lives. You see, you see, suddenly you have there, but a word of wisdom has come. So you see, the person who knows the operations of the spirit will spot it and say, this is it. This is it. The person who doesn't know will still be sitting there and say that, how can my chicken be nice? How can my chicken be nice? Maybe I should change the shop that I buy it from. I should buy it from this other shop. I should buy it from that other shop. Maybe I should buy more. Maybe I should buy smaller ones. I should do this. But what you need is a word of wisdom. It will change everything. The scripture says that it is given to profit. When the spirit moves and when you have the gifts in your life, you gain an advantage. You profit. You profit. You get profit means you get more. You get more than you started with. You get more. You get more. You gain more. That is profit. The second manifestation. Where are we? 
It says that to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. This one is also a word. Yes. Word. By the same spirit. By the same spirit. What is knowledge? Knowledge is information. Knowledge is information. So this one becomes supernatural information that comes to you. Supernatural information that comes from the spirit. Not something that you've read or, or somebody has told you. But you know it's a knowing. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. You know, as I said, you say that I don't feel like doing this. Or something said to me that don't do this or don't go here. I want to surprise you that what you are experiencing is perhaps a word of knowledge. Yes. Yes. You, 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 because, because, because you are not called reverend or you are not called bishop, so you didn't think that the spirit was at work in you. How, how can this whole chapter only be for reverends and, and, and bishops? Why? I mean, why? Are you not a Christian? Do you not have the Holy Spirit? Begin to expect word of, word, word of, word of knowledges. <laughs> word of knowledges. Yes. Yes. Word of knowledge. To have information. Information. To information. To tell, to give you information about something. And not just, not just bad, you know, growing up, when I was growing up as a Christian, most of the word of knowledge that I saw manifest in people, interesting was only about bad things. Yes. Yes. But, but you know, when I say bad things, it's almost like, it's, you, you almost feel as though God only reveals when somebody is doing something bad. But what, what I'm, my point I'm making is that he will reveal when someone is doing something bad, but he will also reveal when the, someone is doing something good. Yes. 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 So, you see, God can show you that this person has a faithful spirit. Yes. It's not just word of knowledge, it's not just for, to catch fornicators. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not just for that. It can, it can be used for that. I don't doubt it. I don't, I don't doubt, I don't doubt that it is the spirit that's at work. But what I'm saying to you is that let's also lean towards the, the area where now God can also show that this person is a faith, has a faithful spirit. This person is a good person. This person is a good person. This is a person that you need. This person can help you. This person can work with you. This, this is your beloved. What about that? This is your beloved. Yes. Not your feelings, but this is your beloved. A word of knowledge. Yes. 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 You know, you know, look at that. Hmm. <laughs> yes. This is this is your beloved. To, to be able to also spot good people and nice people. Hmm. Yes. John 
Look at look at John chapter one. Word of knowledge. John chapter 1. Let's read from verse 43. Word of knowledge. To be able to see good people. Spot good people. As much as if God, if the spirit chooses to show you also the bad people. Because you also have to know, know this one. This one is an orangu. So in John chapter 1 verse 43 the Bible says that the day following the day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip and saith unto him follow me. Okay. Now Philip was of Bethesda the city of Andrew and Peter. So it means that Philip, Andrew and Peter were from the same tribe. Or the same area from the north. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Pastor says they are from the north. Okay. Verse 45. Philip findeth Nathaniel and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. 46. And Nathanael said unto him, can there, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip, Philip saith unto him, come and see. Come and see. Yes. Verse 47 is what I want you to see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith unto him, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. He saw him. Yes. He didn't know who he was. He's not met him. He's just, you can see the man has even just been forced. Like, let's go and meet Jesus. And then he saw him coming. And he said, an Israelite indeed. A man in whom is no guile. He said, this one, this one will not harm you. Yes, this one will not harm you. This is not an orangu. This is not a disloyal person. He knew. He knew. He knew immediately. Another example is, is a woman who came to touch the hem of his garment. The Bible says, and Jesus knew within himself that virtue has gone. He had, he had information. The information was downloaded into him that a miracle that a miracle has taken place. A miracle has taken place. Power has been discharged. He knew there was information. See, this is this is supernatural spiritual information. The information kept being downloaded into him. He knew within himself. He just knew it. He knew it. That this one. So that this one is a different guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Verse 48, Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. <laughs> yes. 
Nathanael answered and saith unto him, Rabbi, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. So, so you see, you see the responses to word of knowledge. Suddenly, suddenly Jesus that he was criticizing before. That can anything good come from Nazareth? How can you say that a prophet or a, a great man is coming from Nazareth? Suddenly, he is saying that you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Because Jesus has suddenly become tasty, tasty, tasty to him. He is impressed. After he has experienced word of knowledge, the move of the spirit, suddenly he's in, he's so happy. He's so happy to have met Jesus. Look at, look at the plenty of things he's saying. Rabbi, that is teacher. They say, you are the son of God. It's like, it's not enough. You are the king of Israel. You are the king of Israel. You are the king of Israel. May you become attractive. By the gifts of the spirit. May it make you attractive. May it make you may it attract souls. May you attract souls by the gifts of the Spirit because of the Spirit. That's what the scripture says a gift maketh room for a man. Yes, a gift maketh room for a man. Well, when you have a gift, room will be made for you, seats will be created for you, offices will be created for you. When the gift is there. After he experienced the word of He's no longer, he's no longer the man from Nazareth. He said, You're a teacher, Rabbi. 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 Rabbi, yes. Rabbi. You are a son of God. They say it's not enough. You are the king of Israel. You are the king of Israel. You are the king. We make you the king. We make you the king. Word of knowledge. Be happy practically for you. Yes. May people follow you. May people follow you to church. They come to church because of the gifts. Because of the gifts. May they come. When you tell them, let's go to church. They say, oh yeah, let's go to church. Because they see, they've seen something about you. There's something on the inside that's working on the outside. May they see the phanerosis of the Holy Spirit in your life. Back to 1 Corinthians 12. Keep going. We've gone past this one. We've gone past this one too. Verse 9. Then it says, to another faith by the same spirit. (laughs) Faith. Faith. When you see men of faith, you think that, oh, these people, they 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 are zealots. They have zeal. They are just doing things. You, you even say that they are cholerics. But it is the spirit. Regardless of your temperament, if you have the gift of the spirit, you move. Faith, faith goes with works. Faith goes with works. The Bible says faith without works is dead. So when you have the spirit moving and operating in you, you will see works and steps of faith that somebody is taking. The person will be taking steps because the spirit is there. The spirit says, move, do this. Plant a church. Go on missions. Have a program. Preach. Have a healing service. Have a healing service. 
Not have a service and then by chance you pray for people. Have a healing service. Announce that this service is a healing service. In other words, as we are coming for the service, we are coming with the expectation that we will be prayed for and we should be healed. Yes. That's a, that's a faith man. That's a faith man. That's a faith man. When the evangelist travels to nations and to cities, as he's going there, he's not, he's not coming there. He's not coming there uh, to have a camp. As, he's not coming there as a teaching pastor. I'm coming to teach. That's why he used. That's why he used the title evangelist. Evangelist. He's coming to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils. Uh-huh. So when he mounts the stage as an evangelist. The presence of the evangelist means that you expect souls to be saved. You expect the gospel to be preached. You expect the sick to be healed. And then you expect demons to be cast out. The evangelist, the evangelist is present. The evangelist is there. Yes. So it takes, so you may, you may think that Oh yes, I mean it's easy for him to do here. Or oh, he has money, so he can do this. You know, that's how people explain things away. It's because of money, but it's because of the workings of the spirit and the manifestation. What you are looking at is the manifestation of the spirit, manifestation of the anointed. So it is manifesting as faith. Faith. Without faith, you do nothing. Without faith, you do nothing. January to December, you've done nothing. No faith. No faith. No faith. The spirit is not there. If the spirit was there, it would have manifested that have you considered doing this? Have you considered planting a church? Have you considered being the person to be used to plant a church? Yes. Yes. Because it should be easy for you to have 50 branches. It should be easy for you to have 50 branches. Oh, yes. Yes. 50 branches. That we have 50 branches. With congreg- means, means that 50 congregations. 50 congregations. Yes, different ones. Yes. But it takes faith. The fact that the idea is not even okay coming to you. They don't know that that is not even entering into your head. Even the thought is not coming to your head. Means that you are bereft of the spirit. So when you have the spirit, what you have is thoughts, ideas. You have ideas. Never dismiss your ideas. Don't be dismissing your ideas. When it comes as a thought, it's a word of knowledge. You follow it up with a. Faith, action. Because faith without works is dead. Action. Action. Show me your faith without works and I'll show you my faith by my works. That's what the scripture says. Yes. The manifestation of faith is the works. Yes. The manifestation, the making visible of your faith is what you do. What are you doing? What are you doing? What, what program have you announced? Have you made a banner? Have you made a banner and called it come and see? Come and see service. Come and see service on a Friday night. 
and arrange chairs and fill the hall that come and see service. Come and see. That's a, we see next time you see such a thing, you say, this is a man of faith. Don't, don't watch someone and say, hey, what, 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 what program is that? They said, they said, come and see. <laughs> no. You are the one who is bereft of the spirit. The person who is having the come and see service is a man of faith. He's a man of faith. Yes, he's a man of faith. On the Friday night, come and see service. On the Friday night. That's the spirit. We are talking about the manifestations. We are talking about the dimensions, the breadth, the breadth, the length, the depth, height. So you see word of wisdom, you see word of knowledge. Then now you are looking at faith. It's all showing you different dimensions of the spirit. Different dimensions of the spirit. Have faith. Then to another, gifts of healing by the same spirit. So when you see healings in the church, don't say that he's he's buried, he's buried a crocodile under the stage. That's where his power is coming from. Let us be believers in the spirit and in the manifestation of the spirit. Gifts of healing. Gifts of healing. Sometimes your, sometimes your, your, your sheep will tell that, look, I have a headache. I have a headache. I have a headache. Your instant response should be, let us pray. Let us pray. Yes. Next time your, your sheep tells us, I have a headache. Remember I told you that it is your opportunity for the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Yes. So when he says headache, you say, you said what? You say, headache, my head. Say, let us pray. Let us pray. It was Sunday morning. You are trying to gather your people to church. Then this one says, I have a stomach ache. You say, oh, no problem. Stomach ache. Jesus is Lord. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. You you will see you will see the manifestations of the spirit. The manifestations of the spirit. Yes, healing, healings, healing. You have the opportunity for to to work miracles. You'll be surprised. You say to yourself, "Hey, is this you? Is this you?" But it is you. It is you. You have to stir up that gift that is in you. Yes, use it. Use the gift. Use it. Use it. It is because it is for for many of you. It is lying there. It's lying there dormant. Because you are not using it. When you say I've heard it, they say have. Have you taken? Have you taken paracetamol? Have you eaten today? Have you eaten today? Today have you eaten? When you say they have headache, say. Because you are thinking to yourself, gift of healing. Gift of healing. Gift of healing. Today there shall be healing. When you finish praying, they say, How do you feel? You say, I think it's gone. They tell you, Shake your head. Shake your head. They ask the person, Can you feel it? He said, No, it's gone. They say, Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Let us go to church. 
Yes. Let us go. God, God is giving you the spirit to be able to save souls and to establish the souls. Establish them. Yes. Ten. To another, the working of miracles. Hey, you will work miracles. 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 There shall be miracles in your life and your ministry. Miracle. You see, a miracle, a miracle is the is the event and the act that defies logic and reasoning. Yes. So when you see impossible situations, begin to speak to impossible situations. Yes. When you again, when your sheep are giving you excuses, difficulties, tell them that expect a miracle. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God will make a way. God will make a way. Believe in miracles. Yes. Believe in miracles. Start believing in miracles. Believe in financial miracles. Oh, yes. See yourself when you don't have money to go to church. Lay hands on your phone and say that miracle money is coming. Miracle money is coming. Miracle money. Don't these verses for bishops? No. 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 How many of you can see yourself in the verses? Yes. Dimensions. Breath. Length. Depth. Height. Of the spirit. Of the spirit. You've only, you see, so far you've reduced the Holy Spirit to speaking in tongues. Yes. You only use him to speak in tongues. That's all you know of the spirit. That's what you do. But you didn't know that miracles are there. That if you are loved, if you love him more, love him more, you see impossible situations becoming possible. Impossible. May every impossible situation become possible in your life. May you leave this camp with testimonies. Testimonies, testimonies, financial testimonies, health testimonies, spiritual testimonies. Receive a miracle. Yes. 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 Sometimes you have you have a parent, a mother, a father who doesn't want you to go to church at all. Say to God, Lord, I'm believing God for a miracle. I'm believing you for a miracle. With you, all things are possible. With you, all things are possible. And say, Father, I commit my mother into your hands. Your word declares that the heart of the king is in your hand. And you turn it whithersoever you desire and you wish. Father, turn my mother's heart. That's a miracle. You'll be home. You'll be home, and your mother will tell you that. Don't you have church today? You are running late. You're running late, and you look at her and say, eh? "Is it you?" Then you remember your prayer, and you remember miracles have started happening in your life. Receive miracles. Yes. Sit down. May you see miracles. I pray you see miracles. Hardened people who don't want to go to church. You see the miracle of them running to church. Miracle. Running to church. Miracle. 
miracles. Miracles. Yes, may you see miracles. Miracles. Then, to another, prophecy. Prophecy. When you are supernaturally inspired to speak into a life and to speak into the future. Yes. The sheep who has, who has exams and things, you speak, you speak and say, this exam shall be easy for you. It shall be for you. It will be easy. For you, it will be easy. Yes. Prophesy. Prophesy. Prophesying is a manifestation of the spirit. No. No. Prophesy. Speak. Speak. Oh, God decorate you with the spirit. He decorate you. He cover you with the spirit. May you not be bland. May you not be boring. May you not be dull. May you may you develop a spiritual taste, a spiritual taste. When people experience you, may they feel that we are tasting of the spirit. We have tasted the spirit. We can taste the spirit. We can taste the spirit, and we can smell the spirit on you. 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 Yes. 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 I want it that anywhere I go, people will smell the spirit on me. So that this, this person, when he comes around, he says, we can smell the spirit. You can smell the spirit. You know, you know, you can smell rain. You can smell rain. Sometimes you'll be sound, you know that it has rained somewhere and the wind is blowing. The, the, so you can, you can smell rain. You can smell rain. May your scent change. Yes. May your scent change. May people, may, because some of you people, what they smell, they smell, they smell your temperament. When you come around, some choleric has come around. Some melancholic is walking around. Some phlegmatic is walking around. Some this, no, but may they smell the spirit on you. They should smell the spirit. Because you operate in the spirit. And you allow the spirit to operate in you and to operate with you. Don't, don't, don't be doing common sense and logic and reasoning. Talking to you. When God has endowed us with gifts, when he says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. But we don't deploy these weapons. We don't deploy them. Don't deploy them. So as you're around, you're a shepherd, a leader, you're whatever. But except we smell, we smell common sense. We smell reasoning. We smell analysis. You're always analyzing. You know, reasoning, debate, quarrels, this, because you have left the spirit out of your life. You have not gone deep, deep into the Holy Spirit to see the different dimensions. And when you come out, you say, hmm, you can smell the Spirit. Now your, scent, your scent is changing. Amen. I smell the Spirit. Yes. It's, my, it's my prayer. It's my, I'm telling you, it's one of my strong desires that when I go somewhere, when I'm with people, what they will smell about me is Spirit. Did you smell Holy Spirit? I like them to if that if they have a nose that can smell, they should smell that this one has the Holy Spirit. No temperament, 
Not temperament. Not temperament. Why is he every time you are being described? Even you, even you, the best way to describe yourself that you are saying that I'm melancholic, I'm phlegmatic. Even you, that's how you describe yourself. Instead of describing yourself as a spiritual person. Spiritual person. Spiritual person. Spiritual. 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 You should proudly, confidently introduce them this as a spiritual person. Someone who walks and swims comfortably in the things of the spirit. That you can prophesy and you have no apologies. You prophesy. You declare that the Lord has put a word in your mouth. And you say, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. It will be well. You prophesy. You declare. Yes. So prophesy. The other one is discerning of spirits. Yes. Because there are different types of spirits. And people have different spirits. Different spirits. Different spirits. You want to discern. What spirit is at work here? spirit is at work here. Sometimes you can enter into a country and you know the spirit that prevails there. It's, it's discernment of spirits. Sometimes you interact with someone. As you are talking to the person, you know, no. No, no, no. This person hasn't got a good spirit. Or you discern that this person has a good spirit. That's discerning of spirits. Yes. Discerning of spirits. You have to discern spirits. What is this person's agenda? What's this person up to? What spirit is this person carrying? And you will know them by the fruits. When you see the fruits, don't close your eyes to it. Know that what you are looking at, what you are looking at, is not just merely a weakness, but it is the spirit that is in operation in this person. The spirit that is in operation. That's in operation. Because spirits are real. The realm and the world of the spirit is a real world. It's a real world with beings and entities that are moving there. Entities that are moving. So you need to discern what spirit is at work here. What is he carrying? What is she carrying? Sometimes even when you see some of the manifestations during prayer times and things, you need the discernment of spirit to see what is at work here. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is going on here? Who is this person? What spirit has he got? What spirit is working in him to be able to diagnose and accurately interpret that this is the spirit that is at work here? This is this is this is the thing that is at work here, and it will save you. You know, I had a place, I had a place that I used to go and pray. I've stopped going there. It's a beautiful place. I mean, it's beautiful. I really, I really liked it. When I, when I look out of my window, I see a golf course. My window actually oversees the tee box of whole 10. Yes, which is a part three. So, so when you tee off like this, I can see where the ball is gone. So you see, I mean, very serene in the evenings. The evenings when nobody is playing, then I go out and I walk on the course, pray. You need, you need, you need to know the atmospheres. What type of spirits are in the atmosphere? 
You know what type of spirits are in operation in people and with people. What is working in them? What is working? What is going on there? What are you feeling? What do you sense? What do you sense? When you go to a place, what do you sense? What do you, and never underestimate what you are sensing. Yes. Be spiritual in that when you feel or you sense, you know that what you are sensing, it is what it is. It is what it is. You are not imagining it. It is what it is. It is what it is. I just, I just, I just, I remember I just thought, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say anything to you. No. Oh, nothing. I didn't say anything. Let's, let's tea off. Charlie, make it tea off. Make it. That's okay. Come. Let's go. That's it. And we walked on. We walked on and we finished. Because you need the signing of spirits. To be in a place that no, I don't, I'm not comfortable in this place. I want to leave. Yes, I want to leave. You have to discern spirits. I'm not comfortable in the company of this place. Discern spirits. Yes. What you feel. What you sense, never underestimate it. Never underestimate it. Never underestimate it. Yes. Never think, never think it's, you know, it's just some random something. No, no. No. It's salt being added. You are becoming sharp. May you become sharp spiritually. May you become sharp spiritually. May you be able to pick up spiritual signals. Pick up spiritual signals and spiritual signs. Pick it up just like that. You just pick it up just like that. Pick up signals. Discerning of spirit. What is happening? What is working around? What is moving? Who is doing what? Who is where? Pick up signals. Yes. Yes. I think it's enough. It's enough. Yeah. Pick up signals. Pick up signs. That you ask yourself, what is this? That if you are spiritual, you will know what it is. You know that. Mm, mm, not comfortable. Or you know that I am comfortable. I am very attracted. I'm attracted to this ministry. I'm attracted to this man of God. Then you will know and discern that maybe this is your father in ministry, or God, God is trying to show you something in the ministry that you have to learn and pick up. Designing, either way, designing negative ones and the good ones. And I keep saying it because I feel, at least from my experience, charismatic Christians likes to major too much on the negative things. So we miss out on the good things. We miss out on the good ones. We miss out. We miss out on places and people that God is using and God is trying to use to bless your life and to take you higher. Yes. There's a knowing. There's a knowing that you have. When you have that knowing, you know that it is the Lord. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. It is, the Lord. It is God. There's a knowing. There's a knowing that you will know that you know. That you know that you know that you know that you know. When that knowing comes, know that it is the Lord. It is the Lord. Descending of spirits. Next one. Is diverse, diverse kinds of tongues. Diverse kinds of tongues. Speaking different types of tongues. Yes. 
see that you say without effort your language your language of the spirit it changes diverse kinds of tongues and then to another the interpretation of tongues I don't know why these days we don't experience that things. But I, I think I know why. As long as I ask the question, I know why. Because it's not taught. It's not spoken about. What is, what is talked about is what you experience. Because faith comes by hearing. 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 You see, as I'm talking to you about 1 Corinthians 12, so I'm talking to you about it. Your faith in First Corinthians 12 is being stirred up. That you would like to see word of knowledge. You like to see word of wisdom. You like to see faith, miracles in your life. Because it's like, it's like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? You know, I, I used to go to church or meetings, fellowship meetings, Christian meetings. And then somebody will stand on this side of the hall and speak in tongues. And they will pause. Somebody's on that end. Who say, Thus saith the Lord. And will interpret what is being said. Will interpret what is being said. When he finished in the, the person who continued to say, Magay, Mado, Mavi, Maton, the Libi Capatasa, Tata Liba Capus and the Libi Tassaya, Fabigote, La Manina, Nanasa, Sapato, Labradiba, Cataya. Then, this one will continue. Yes, my children, I'm telling you today, and will interpret. That was interpretation of tongues. So that's why you don't get somebody else to interpret. The person who speaks, he will speak in tongues and he will speak in English. He will speak in tongues and he will interpret. He will speak in tongues and he will interpret. There. Diverse kinds of tongues and then the interpretation of tongues. Yes. But that's what the scripture says that when there is no interpretation, keep quiet. Because it means that it is not meant for everybody. So pray to yourself and coolly finish. But when alone you lift up your voice to speak without interpretation, you sound like a foreigner. Because nobody can understand what you're saying. Nobody can understand what you're saying. Nobody can relate to what you're saying. So it means it's not for them. And prophecy is supposed to exalt, comfort, and edify. Yes. So you need the interpretation. It's a gift, the interpretation of that you hear tongues and you understand what is being said. Ah, kapato shitaya, kafata sipato sataya, kapati sapataya, papati pata sataya, kapata sataya. It's dropping, it's dropping, it's dropping, it's dropping on you, it's dropping on you. There's a window, there's a window. It's dropping, it's falling on you, it's coming on you. Is coming on you the spirit the spirit the spirit the spirit cometh on you kapatoshi pataya kapasi patasafataya kapasi motalabataya kavitalabadi batoshapa kapapapataya kapapatapataya kapapatapatasaya kapotabitapadi bakapataya padeli bikipatasaya Paris, Olibitaya. Paris, Olibitaya. Paris, Olibitaya. Paris, 
Kido Setaya, Kapato Sataya, Kapatasaya is dropping, is dropping, is dropping, is dropping on someone. Mahatasaya, Paya Dilibikataya. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 11. Yes. You are being empowered. You are being strengthened. You are being empowered. You are being made beautiful. You are being made attractive. You are being made attractive. 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 By the Spirit. By the Spirit. By the Spirit. Next time you go for your meeting, your meeting will be different. Next time you go to your service, your service will be different. Why will it be different? Because you are coming with the presence. You are coming with the presence. You are coming with the spirit. The spirit is coming with you. Next time you go, it shall be different. Everything changes. Everything changes. But all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he will receive your portion. Verse 12. For us, the body is one. Okay, jump to verse 28, 27. Yes, it says, Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. 28. And God has set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles. Then, gifts of healings. Helps. Governments. Diversities of times. I don't know why. I don't know why he came back with this list. But after he has explained to us all the different manifestations... Then, he, then he, he, he explains extensively, which I've skipped, is about the church and how the church works. Every part is, is important. Everybody is significant. The eye can't say that because I'm not the leg, I'm not this. I mean, he explained all this for us to understand that we are one. Yeah. We are one and then it's like every part functions and functions well. Then he says that and then God has set. Do you understand? It's set. It means that, it means that it's fixed. It's fixed. Don't tamper with it. Don't change it. It's fixed. God has set it. He has set. You know how you set your watch? And the time that you will sleep awake at the time is still the same. You can't change it. It's, it's not something that you just it's, it is set. So God has set some in the church. There are some people, not everybody. Some people are set in the church as apostles. Do you have eyes to see apostles? Yes, yes to see the gift at work. First, that is first. That is the leading in the rank, in the rankings, is apostle. Then secondarily, prophets. So prophets are second place to apostles. Apostles are number one. Second in rank is prophets. Then thirdly, teachers. After that, after these three top guys, after that, miracles. Miracles, miracles, miracles. Then the gifts of healings. Then helps, 
people who help. You don't know their name. They don't have a title. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure if I wasn't experienced, I wouldn't know. But I'm sure there are people who have helped for this camp to be where it is. Yes, people have helped. They're called helpers. They may not be preachers or prophets or apostles, but their existence causes. It causes the apostle to function. It causes, it helps and greatly assists the prophet to function. So sometimes you see some people and you may disrespect them or disregard them. But I want you to know that they are anointed. That's why it is here. It's because what they are doing is by the spirit. Their job and their work, if it's given to you, you will not be able to do it. There will be great embarrassment if we come to church. If we are supposed to give you the work of helpers. There will be total confusion. Total, I mean, total confusion. Total total confusion. Total. I was traveling once and I said that I'm not, I'm not using my usual helper to sort some things out because I needed, I needed some documents and some notes on my tablet. So I said, let me try somebody else. So I gave that, that person that can you put these things and arrange it? I'm going for this meeting. I'll need this. I'll need this. So can you arrange it? So no problem. No problem. Look, I was in the meeting. I was chairing the meeting with bishops sitting in front of me. Confidently. I've not looked at my iPad. As I just said, so I just went on to open it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 nothing was working. Nothing, was, where is my, it's, it's, it's like your helper has embarrassed me. Your helper has failed woefully. So you see, what, what, what I'm saying to you is that you will see those who have the gift and those who don't have it. You see those who have the gift and those who don't have it. Because you try, you think, oh, everybody can do something. And that's how people who don't have the gift, that's how they think. They feel what this person is doing is not important. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I, it's like it's not a problem. I can do it. Yes. There are people who can't even serve a cup of tea. Even, even a cup of tea to present they can't even do it. Yes. 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 There's a gift called helps. But the help. You must be anointed to be a good helper. You must be, you must be anointed. You must have an anointing to be a good helper. And you must be spiritual to be able to discern and see that no, this person, what the person is doing is a result of an anointing and the Holy Ghost. Because it is part of the manifestations of the Spirit. This helps. This helps. The person helps. The person assists. You look, you look when you when you have a helper, you look better. You look better. You look better. I mean, it's like it's like mar- it's like marrying a wife. The Bible says a wife is supposed to be a, a help that is suitable for you. Help that is suitable for you. So when your wife is not suitable, it's not a helper. You see, a, a lot of pastors are Josephs. Do you know Joseph? Mary's husband. When he discovered that Mary was pregnant and he had never slept with her, meaning that Mary has been unfaithful to him, 
The Bible says that he sought to put her away quietly. 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 Doesn't want to expose her. That this, my beloved, my beloved has done something bad. No, no, no. no. It's like, okay, let's part quietly. A lot of ministers are like that. So when they stand behind the pulpit, they only say nice things about their marriage and their and their home. They only, they only say nice things. If you are not careful, even you in your home, you'll be depressed that you have married the devil. The pastor has got an angel. Yes. Meanwhile, he's suffering more than you. He's suffering more than you. Yes. Because when he comes, when he comes, when he comes to church or in his life, he's put a blanket over his wife's faults. Nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. All the windows are nice. You see them standing taking pictures. This my this my most beautiful wife. This my dad. That's how it is. Yes, my ministry partner. Ministry partner and co-pastor. Meanwhile, she's tormentor in chief. Male opposition. Male opposition. Nothing he does is nice. Nothing he does is nice to him, to her. Yes. You are supposed to help, not to find faults and say that you are like this, you did this, you didn't do this, you are like that. Yes. Yes. You've made, it's a personal Holy Spirit trying to control, trying to control and direct. And for, force him to do things. The only thing you like is public show. That's my beautiful wife. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. Yes. Yes. Mm. Someone who is supposed to be helping. Look at look at how we are describing the person. As though you married a demon, but that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. If you have the spirit of Christ, you will know that you got you got Satan. Yes. What, what do I mean by if you have the spirit of Christ? When Peter tried to oppose Jesus from doing the will of God and the work of God, when he said, or oh, the work of God, he was going to do the work of God, the God work that he has been called to do. And Peter tried to talk him out of it. He called him Satan. Instant, he said, this is Satan. This is Satan. But there are people who are being opposed from doing the work of God. They haven't called the opposition Satan. They are calling the opposition the most beautiful thing that happened to them. Yes. Meanwhile, go to the house. It's like a war zone. It's like a war zone. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a spiritual ability. I'm telling not everybody can do it. If you think everybody can do it, no, no, not everybody can do it. Not every, everyone can do it the way you want it done. No. It's a gift. Sit down. Thank you.
don't have that gift, the spirit doesn't give you that gift, and you try to do that position, you become a curse. You become more of a demon and a devil next to that person. It's like you don't understand marriage. All you want is a wedding. Yes. And a lot of girls, what they want is a wedding, not a marriage. They want a wedding. Yes. Yes. If they advance a little bit, if they advance a little bit, then they want they want a wedding and a baby. Yes. If they advance a little from the wedding, then baby comes. It's like part of that gender is wedding baby. And then that's it to you. You can you can sort yourself out. Sort yourself out. Yes. I just want a wedding. I came for a wedding and I came for a baby. Yes. Fend for yourself. Fend for yourself, marriages. Fend for yourself. Yes. Yes. Fend for yourself. The same person is not having sex with you. Let her decide that, look, I'm, I'm getting pregnant in February to give birth, to give birth in November. You'll see her. She'll turn into an acrobat. An acrobat. The same, the same human being, the same human being with 17 reasons why I can't do it. Yes. Yes. And will not. You'll see her. See when she says, look, I want a baby. Now it's, now it's baby time. Now it's baby time. You see her. She becomes a gymnast. An acrobat. All her diseases will disappear. All the 70 reasons why it can't be done will disappear. Yes. Yes. If he loves you, he'll marry you. He will not sleep with you. If he loves you, you will see immediately his discussion is marriage. Immediately. You see, he can't wait. He's so restless. I want to marry you. I want to marry. Can, I go, can I go and talk to your mother? I have, I have seven cows already. Yes. I'll just need two. How many more cows does he need? He needs one more. One more. Yes. I have seven. I mean, standard is eight. Okay. Yes. So he has, he has how many? Five. They ask five. So it is three more. Yes. Yes. Instead of telling you that I want to sleep with you, you'll be discussing cows with you. Yes. That's that's a serious guy. That is the the serious guy is the one who talks about marriage. The non-serious guy talks about let's do it. You know I like you. You know I like you. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yes. That's the one we'll be saying to you that we are going to marry anyway. Don't tell the pastor. Make sure you don't tell the pastors. I don't want to. I don't want to ask you how many of you have been told. Don't tell the pastor. I don't want to ask that question. Yes. Don't tell the pastor. We're going to marry anyway. Are we not going to marry? Don't tell the pastor. That's why it's between us. It's between us. Yes. So you see, the day he leaves you, and you are crying. You are so heartbroken that you are crying. You can't even say why you are crying. You can't say why. Because your pastor, everybody will be encouraging you. It doesn't matter. If, if he's gone, it's rather a blessing. That's not a person has gone out of your life. But you are thinking, you don't know. 
He's not, he's not just gone out of my life. He's gone out of my life with a piece of me. He's taking a piece of me with him. Yes. Nobody understands your tears. Only you understand your tears. Yes. Nobody understands your tears. Nobody wonder why are you crying? I mean, how long are you going to cry? Why are you crying over this guy for a long time? It's okay. It's okay. Move on. Move on. But no. It's the, it's the inexperienced person who will say that. Oh, move on. It's not, it doesn't matter. Let him go. He's Satan. Let's go. No, you are thinking, no. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what I've done for him. You don't know what I've given to him. Yes. I've done, I've done anything he wants. I've done it. Anything he wants. How he wants it. When he wants it. The way he wants I've done all for him. All. Oh. Oh. So you see them in their tears and everything. They just say, they just say, Pastor, you don't understand. Pastor, you don't understand. And you are wondering, what don't I understand? It's a boy who has left a girl. No. No. It's not that. It's not that. There's more. Yeah. No, no. No. She's giving, she's giving her tithe. She's giving her offerings. She's giving the booster. He's giving everything. So as he's going, she knows there's nothing left. Her soul, her soul is gone. Her soul. Her soul is gone. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. Monday, when he sends you the text, says I'm coming. Tell him, don't come. I am no longer your toilet bowl. Toilet bowl. You can't come and use me to meet your physiological, to come and wee wee into me or poo poo into me. They say, I am not a toilet bowl. I am not a toilet bowl. Toilet, toilet bowl. I am anointed by the Spirit. The Spirit has taken over my life. The Spirit has taken over my life. The Spirit has taken over. And when you get the one who marries you, who honors you, puts a ring on your finger and marries you, be kind to him. Be kind. Remember all the people who never married you. Yes. Remember all the people. He has never said it before. Because when he, married, he can tell you are not a virgin, he can tell that you've been around. You have a bit of mileage. There's mileage on the clock. Some are high mileage, some are low mileage, some are medium mileage. This one said he doesn't mind. He doesn't mind. He's putting a ring on your finger on the on the car with the high mileage. He still put a ring on it and his name on it. Don't become a wicked witch to him. Don't become a wicked witch. Wicked witch. And all the others. All the others never they never even discuss marriage with you. Yes. I don't want to ask you some questions. I will imagine the answers. I imagine that. I don't want to ask you. I will imagine the answer. You just passed through. And gone. They passed through. 
and they've gone. Now you've got someone who has honored you. Look at the dignity, how dignified you are now because he married you with your high mileage. He's never even he's never even asked you any question about it before. Today he's there. Five months. You don't want to mind him. Five. How many of you are going to be? How many of you are going to be great helps in the ministry? Great helps. Yes. Great helps. Sit down. The next one. The next gift we see there is government. Government. It's also a gift. Yes. To govern. To rule. To lead. To take hard decisions. To be spiritual about your role. To be spiritual about your role. So you see that a pastor with gift of government, his church is run efficiently. Yes. There's no confusion. There's no chaos. We have a book. Prophet has a book called Gifts of Government. It's a thick book like that. Gifts of Government. It explains and teaches you how to govern and how to run the church. It's a gift. It's a gift. Because there are, there are places where you go, you know, there's, there's no accountability. You can't account for offerings. You can't account for the souls. You can't account for souls that have been, have been worn. You can't account for first-time visitors. You can't account for shepherds. I mean, nothing can be accounted for. There's absolute chaos and confusion. Nobody knows what is being done. Nobody knows what it, it means that there is poor governance in that place. Yes. There's no leadership. No leadership. So in your little ministry, you and your five, you want to account for your five people. You want to know the state of your, of your five people. You want to know whether they've been to a new believer school. You want to know whether they speak in tanks. Where there is good government, the people are happy and the people rejoice and the people are looked after well. Where there is good government in the church, there is job creation. There will be jobs. Countries, good countries, there are jobs there. You will find a job. And jobs are created. Mind you, jobs are created. Jobs are created. Yes. You create a job to engage people and to get people to work. When you start hearing people say, there are no jobs. There are no jobs. The youth, 90% of the youth are unemployed. Just sharing statistics. What's the, the question, what's the solution to that? But jobs are not created. As long as you go into the church, and you see that jobs are not created in the church. A lot of people are idle in the church. government is not in place. And then diversities of tongues. I think we end here. Isn't it for First Corinthians 2? We end on verse 31, but what's verse 29? Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? We all know the answer is no. Verse 30. Have all gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? We all know the answer is no. Verse 31, but covet earnestly 
the best gifts. Yes. Covet earnestly. Covet earnestly. The best gifts. Do you understand covet? The Bible says that thou shalt not covet thy neighbor something. It's like, you know, but here it says covet. It does have a strong desire and longing for the best gifts. The best gifts. Yes. Set your eyes on gifts and desire strongly for those gifts. Set your eyes on the gifts. When you see the gift of it, say, no, I like this gift. I like it. I like this gift. I like to be like this. Because it's the gift that makes you who you are. Yes, it's the gift, the anointing that makes you who you are and what you are. So when you see it, you say, no, this is not what I'm looking at. It's an anointing. You see, we haven't called things anointing. We've called things by temperament, by height, by days, but you haven't called it anointing, a gift of this is a gift I'm looking at. As soon as you are able to see that this is a gift, the next thing you think is, I can I can get it. The thing that I can see, I can get it. Yes. I can get the gift that I can see. I can also preach. I can also teach. I can also prophesy. I can also work miracles. These are these are gifts that maybe you have seen and it looks nice to you. It looks nice to you. My percenter will also grow. My ministry will also grow. My church will also grow. What you're looking at is a gift. Then you can desire. If you can see that it's a gift, then you can desire it. Once you identify the gift, the next thing to follow is your desire. Covet endlessly the best gifts. The best gifts. The best. I don't know that the best gifts are the ones we saw in 28. Maybe that's why he, he talked about them again. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's why he went back to it and said apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. I don't know that this is, these are the best gifts. Ezekiel 47. Are you okay? Are you going deeper in the anointing? You must go deeper. all the dimensions and the realms the realms realms yes you see the different realms different things how many of you are happy to see the different things you can get from the spirit yes that will make you tasty and tasteful that is you are full of taste spiritually yes yeah okay Ezekiel 47, reading from verse 1. He says that afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house. Are you here? Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward for the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Okay, next one. 
Then brought he me out of the way of the gates northward and led me about the way without out of the way without unto the utter gate by the by the way that looketh eastward and behold there ran out waters on the right side are you following and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters the waters were to the ankles you got that the water went to the ankles four again he measured a thousand then brought me through the waters the waters were to the knees again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters and brought me through the waters were to the loins where are your loins somewhere there isn't it Five. Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that could not pass over, for the waters were risen. Waters to swim in. A river that could not be passed over. So here, what the Spirit is showing us here is the levels of anointings and how, how you must go deeper. How you must go deeper. When you get to the deepest part, you start swimming in the spirit. You swim. You swim. In other words, in other words, your behavior, your actions, your movements are all related to the water, the spirit that you are in. You are not, you are not walking as a man. man. Men walk, isn't it? We walk on earth. We move. But it gets to the level that now you can't walk. You can't be a natural man. To survive, to survive in that atmosphere where the water or the spirit is dominating and dominant, you have to develop other ways to exist, which is swimming. Where there's water, you swim, you don't walk. You swim, you don't walk. That means that you're not a natural man anymore. You're not doing what you would naturally do. So here it is, right from the beginning when he started to say water is up to the ankles. It's like, it's like just about 10% of your life is influenced by the Spirit. Just a small percentage up to you. When water is up to your ankles, you walk through. You just, you just take off your shoes. If you don't want your shoes to get wet, you just take off your shoes. Hold your shoes. And you walk with your friend, you're still chatting normally. Nothing is different. Nothing is different. Ankle level Christians are like this. Nothing is nothing has changed about them. They're just walking normally, chatting with their friends, wading through, wading through water. Just like, you know. Most most of their being is outside of the spirit. Most of their being is not influenced by the spirit. So they're just walking. Just a small, just some small spirit. Five minutes speaking in tanks in the morning. Five minutes, and that's it. The rest, the rest is common sense. And this is how they just Ankle, this is ankle level Christians. Ankle level. Ankle level shepherds. Just moving through. Not, they, are not, they are not led by the Spirit. They are not led. They are not, they are not led by the Spirit. They are very much natural and carnal. Yes. Yes. 
person to understand. Small. Yeah. Small. He doesn't want. He just, he just takes his shoe. That, that means that he, he stops smoking. But everything else is the same. That is the shoes he's taking off. So he has stopped the smoking. Or he has stopped drinking. That's all. But everything else, everything else about the person is the same. Everything else about him is the same. Everything else is the same. Then from the from the ankles, the water moves where? To the knees. So that's like that's like maybe I put it about 25%. But the knees, the knees still still, still, you know. He's, he still hasn't gone back to the drinking. He's still taking. But he can still walk in the water. And be chatting with his friends. Yes. Maybe now he maybe now he goes for all night prayer meetings. Yes. Maybe now he goes for all night prayer meetings. And maybe he fasts on Wednesdays. Yes, six to six, sharp. Yes. Uncle, uncle, uncle influence. Hey, sorry, knee level influence of the spirit. Yes. But he's still he's still moving. He says, I mean, he's not interested in a lot of other things. He says. Let's move. We are still chatting. We are still chatting. He's taking issues. So the shoes that don't get wet. Knee level. He has 25%. That means 75% natural and carnal. 75% natural. Yes. He is not, he is not spirit, spirit controlled or spirit influenced. He's not. He's definitely not. Yes. Natural, carnal, human. Raw, unrefined, 75%. Yes. Then from there, the water, the waters rose. It came to the loins. Yes, it came to the loins. So now it's 50-50. 50% spiritual, 50% carnal. Yes. 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 So maybe he's managed, he's managed to consider the call of God. The call of God. It's like, okay, I'm a shepherd or I'm a pastor or, you know, it's like I'm a lot more active because I have, I have 50% of the spirit. So, I mean, come on. So, the person who do more, you see more spiritual things. But he has an equal amount of carnality. So, he would watch a movie with all the episodes, 89 episodes. He would watch all. But at the same time, he would also watch a camp and finish the camp. 50 50. 50 50. If you ask him, do you listen to messages? Oh, yes, I listen to messages. I listen to messages. But he spends an equal amount of time on also doing uh, non spiritual activities. An equal amount, equal amount of time. 50 50. Equal amount of time. God is calling you deeper into the anointing. Deeper. Deeper. Deeper, deeper, go deeper. 50 50 is not enough. Yes. So God tries again. And the waters rose. And this time, this time, where's the, yes, this time, he could not walk through. He couldn't. See, that's what I'm saying to you that it gets to a point where your life is now defined by your spirituality, your scent is changed. You are led by the Spirit. You are influenced by the Spirit. 
You don't, you don't just do things. You do things because you believe it's the will of God. Not your will, but the will of God. And you become comfortable. You become, you see, when you can swim, you are comfortable in water. If you can't swim, you are not comfortable in water. You, you are actually scared of water. When you see water, you are scared. Because it's like, it's like a death, it's like a death trap. So there, he could not pass over for the waters were risen. So he began to swim. To To move from point A to point B, he swims before he was walking as all men walk. Yes. As all men walk. He does what men do. What normal, natural human beings do, they walk. When you are seen swimming, changing what a natural man would do then you know that the spirit has taken over and you and you are comfortable you are comfortable a natural man a natural man will be looking for money a natural man will be looking for women a natural man will be doing all the crazy things of the world but when your taste and your vision and your desires are different and you are comfortable with it it's not something that you talk about. It's like, hey, do you know sacrifices I've made? Do you know what I've done? Do you know I've taken? But you are comfortable to live a life that to move from point A to B, you swim there. It's like, oh, I have to move from this point to this point. And then, then naturally, you just do. Instead of, I'm walking. You start swimming. You start swimming. You're, 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 supposed, you're supposed to preach and you start swimming. Preaching is like swimming to you. It's like swimming. Sharing a verse is like swimming. You always, you're always thinking, what can I share? What can I say? What can I say to edify this people? Swimming. Swimming in the spirit. Swimming in the things of the spirit. Being, uh, being comfortable with the gifts and the presences of God. And the anointing of God. Yes. yes. That is, the spirit has taken over. The spirit has taken over. The spirit is now in control. Yes. yes. So you are, you are not in your natural habitat. So you don't you don't live you don't live normally. I mean, can you can you imagine a frog walking? The frog walking and wa- and walking on the roads of Botswana. A frog. You see a frog and the frog is walking. You will definitely know that something unnatural. It's happening to the best. It's something unnatural. You see, God wants you to be unnatural. Meaning that God wants you to be more spiritual. Spiritual. To swim. That is, you know, you know how to live and you know how to survive in that atmosphere, in that world, which is which becomes a world of swimming. You are swimming because there is water. And there is enough water. There's enough water to carry your weight. Because when there's not enough water, you won't float. You, it will be like you are lying on a wet floor. To float, you need enough water that you can you can throw your weight on it, and you won't drown. It will hold you because it will hold you up. The water is like a bed. You just lie on it. Sometimes you don't even have to do anything. The current will move you to take you where you want to go, yes. and you are comfortable. You are comfortable. You are comfortable. So instead of that, you can you can. Swim.
It's not, it's not everybody who can lie in the pool on his back. I've seen people lying there like that. So that I feel they are even asleep. So comfortable on the water. The water is like a bed. And they close their eyes. When they want to change direction, and they just how they just move their feet a little bit. But they are comfortable. May you be comfortable in the spirit. May you be relaxed in the spirit. May you be very, 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 very comfortable in the spirit. May swimming become a natural thing for you. May teaching, preaching, healing, doing the work of the ministry, may become something that you are comfortable with. A world that you live in. A world that you operate in. A world that you function. May become the world that you function. Stand to your feet if you are sitting. Mm. Now, are you listening? Are you standing and listening? It says that it is time for you to go deeper and get the anointing that you need. What is what? What is it going to take for you to go deeper? You have to spend the time and money to drill deeper and go further. You may be an anointed person, but there's always more you can have. Always more you can have. Is all, is all the passages I read to you in First um, Corinthians 12? Did you see it? I want you to become comfortable. God wants you to become comfortable with it. Yes, comfortable. Not intimidated by some gifts, but you're comfortable with it. You may have visions and dreams, but there are always higher and greater visions than you can imagine. It's all the experience I told you that I had. It's, it's a spiritual experience. Spiritual experience. I don't know whether it's a trance or a vision. I don't know what it is. I don't know the name. But there's a name for it. Either a vision or a trance. But there was an encounter. There was an encounter. And there are dimensions to it. That you need to become comfortable for God to show you. That there is this realm. You see, I saw, I have seen, I can definitely tell that I have seen that there is a spiritual realm. Now, as, as we are here, as we are here, there is another realm of beings and entities that are also moving and doing their things. May your eyes be open. You may have visions and dreams, but they're always higher and greater visions than you can imagine. Thank God for your little hazy visions. You must be aware that people have had visions of Jesus Christ walking into a room tangibly and talking to them for two hours. Yes. I've seen a demon come into a room. I've not seen Jesus come to the room. Yes. So there are higher heights and higher levels to get to. Where Jesus will come and talk and talk for two hours. Can you imagine Jesus coming to talk to you for two hours? That Jesus has come. That Jesus came. For two hours chatting with Jesus. 
There is even deeper than that. People have had visions in which Jesus walked down the aisle into the church in the full view of everyone. There are more and more fantastic and amazing possibilities in every field. Never think that you have arrived. You can go deeper. There are deeper anointings for church growth. You can go deeper and get more. You can seek for greater anointings and you will have them. You will find out that your so-called mega church is actually a micro church. Go deeper and do more. Yes. You surprise that what, what you think is a mega church is a small church. So you go deeper in the anointing for church growth and you will get more. There are deeper, there are deeper evangelistic anointings. You will discover evangelists who speak to, who speak to thousands of people and also teach the word of God. And you will discover evangelists who win millions of souls and also build churches. Indeed, going deeper into the evangelistic anointing may lead you into dimensions of evangelism that you have never thought of. Go deeper and do more. It is time for you to believe this fact. Anyone who is doing more is a deep person. He is wide and deep. He is indefinable and indefinite. Great men whom God uses are profound and deep in the things of God. Your shallowness will never match up to their deepness. Until you become a deep person yourself, you will never be able to do more for God. It is time to drill even deeper. How many of you are going to drill deeper? Yes. Now anything you are doing in church now, you can go deeper. Yes. Sit down and let's thank God. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank God in your seats. Thank him. Say thank you to him. Say thank you to him. Bless his name. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Still seated. Say thank you to God. Thank him for his anointing. Thank him for his spirit. Thank him for his grace. Thank him for his power. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.